that there are different types of upstream measures that will be necessary to end plastic pollution, from regulating fossil fuel subsidies to transparency of data on plastic production. But there are three measures that are getting more attention. And the first one is the overall cap on the production of plastics. A second will be a phase-out and restrictions on specific polymers and chemicals of concern. And finally, a moratorium. Welcome to Plastosphere, the podcast on plastics, people and the planet, with the Plastics 3D Shorts. I'm Anja Krieger, and today you'll hear a message from Andres del Castillo. Andres is a senior attorney from Colombia, working with CIEL, the Center for International Environmental Law in Switzerland. CIEL is a non-governmental organization that has long pointed out the broader implications of plastic pollution. They have published reports on the connection between plastics and climate change, plastics and human health, and between plastics and the petrochemical industry and fracking. As you probably know, most plastics are still made from fossil fuels. Gas, oil and coal can be turned into plastic precursors like ethylene, propylene or butadiene and then made into different kinds of plastic polymers. Andres says that we need to regulate these building blocks as well, just like the plastics and chemicals they are turned into. But we don't need to wait for the global community to agree on production caps. There's another way to halt the growth in production. Hear more from Andres. So, let me... Um talk about this first measure, that is the idea of an overall cap on production of plastics, we know that we need to close the tap and starting from what we call the building blocks or plastic precursors. And when we mention plastic precursors, we mean the building blocks of plastics, including monomers, polymers and associated chemicals, as well as plastic materials like pre-industrial pellets. On the second measure, this idea of phase-out or restriction of polymers and chemicals of concern is um, something that many countries are considering as one of the main outputs of these negotiations will mean like prioritize those chemicals or polymers or materials that uh, need to be excluded from the markets because of their health and their environmental concerns. And the third part of the measures that we consider will be relevant is this idea of moratoriums. And moratoriums have a different dynamics than uh, production caps, and mainly because these could be also political tools that can have an immediate effect. Meanwhile, the overall cap is put in place, a moratorium on you know, the authorization of new petrochemical facilities or the expansion of existing petrochemical facilities, producing plastic precursors or producing plastic materials that rely on fossil fuel feedstock, can be a stop, meaning a freeze on new permits for expansion or for new facilities. So uh, we consider that this is also a, a, a valuable tool to consider and the countries don't need to, to wait until a, a treaty is negotiated and then adopted. They can start from now saying, stepping up, saying we need to stop the oversupply of plastics. We need to stop the expansion of the petrochemical industry. And we need to stop to grant this kind of permission for increasing the capacity of production. 
That was a message from Andres del Castillo from the Center for International Environmental Law. There are more and more voices calling for an overall reduction in the production of plastics. And it's backed up by research. In 2020, the journal Science published scenario studies that looked into the future. These projections show that the growth in plastic production is just too high for waste management to keep up with. And plastics don't just cause issues at the end of their life cycle when they have gone to waste. You might remember the terrible train accident in Ohio in the United States, which polluted a whole community. This train transported vinyl chloride and other chemicals used to produce plastics. When the train derailed, those chemicals were released into the environment. Read more in Rebecca Altman's excellent essay on vinyl in Orion magazine. You'll find the link in the show notes. Personally, I agree that we need to tackle the plastics issue at its root. That's why last year I joined a group of scientists to call for a cap on plastic production. By the summer, the European Union and the whole African group were calling for a reduction of plastic production as well. That's over 80 countries. But let's see if a cap or reduction target can really make it into the treaty text. And if it does, the next tricky question is, how do we make it work? That was today's input for the plastics treaty process. Thank you, Andres, for your message. Dear listeners, if you have a thought to share, you can send me a voice message. Please follow the recording instructions on plastosphere.earth. See you soon on the Plastics Treaty Shorts.